one. This time on Anime Boys. Inuyasha. What's up, buddy? How much, man? What's up with you? Oh, nothing. It's like we just recorded something together. Mm, that doesn't sound right. Yeah. Anyway. You guys know what's up. You've seen the title of the episode, and I just said it. We watched the first six episodes of Inuyasha. Um, I had not seen it before, not from the beginning. I'd only seen an episode here or there. Uh, as I just told Casey at like three o'clock in the morning on Toonami. Uh, Casey, uh, you watched more of it than I did. What what was it like? Oh, uh, I remember back to it. I remember being like mediocre with it when it first like first aired and then like loving it. And then so spoiler alert, the whole show is they're putting that that orb back together. And then like they get it really close to being done and then it breaks again and they have to restart the whole thing. And I'm like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those anime things where it's like this was like my my first introduction with proper, proper dumb anime stuff where it's like we're gonna keep this going like dragon ball z was bad about it but at least there's like oh yeah new fights this is just like same thing we're doing yeah. it again <laughs> <laughs> all right so inuyasha was created by rumiko takahashi and it ran on toonami from august 31st 2002 to october 27th 2006 um the opening song is called Change the World by V6. I could not find good info on the closer. So I couldn't find I didn't find info on either, but I will say the opening, not into it. Uh, I didn't mind it. There, there's no like singing or anything, which is yeah. fine. It's just instrumental. It was just pretty boring. The 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 close the the closing though, I'm into it. I was like, yeah, I get I like this. The closing was very reminiscent to ju just like the animation to Demon Slayer, like black background with those red flowers. Mm -hmm. um, but anyway, moving on, some cast information here. I just did like. I'll say sort of the four ish main characters that we see a lot of uh, Inuyasha was played by Pape Yamaguchi and Richard Ian Cox, Kagome by Satsuki Yukino, and Monica Story. Uh, KD, I don't know, they pronounced it a couple different ways, by Hisako Kayoda and Pam Hyatt, and then Seshomaru by Ken Narita and David Kay. And a couple of fun facts that I found about this really quick before we get into the fun facts i do just want to say all of the dubbed actors i thought did a great job i mean even though inuasha is a bit of a cox mm -hmm. um it's more that's just because the writing but uh all the voice actors are very good in this i didn't watch the sub how how were they in the sub still good yeah sub was awesome um like i told casey i watched the first four episodes subtitled and then i did dub for the last two because i was doing some other stuff while watching but uh it was one of those where like i wouldn't be mad if the only way to watch this were dubbed because they did a pretty good job yeah was the um hair girl was her voice actress as just over the top sexy as she was in the dub because i'm just like this yep. is this is a bit uh bit awkward that my dog's sitting here looking at me while i'm watching this <laughs> we're gonna talk about her oh i know uh <laughs> i said some things to you that i would not repeat on this show so uh but anyway on to the fun facts inyasha translates to dog demon not surprising because he's got himself some puppy dog ears um apparently I don't know. I don't know that this is a fun fact so much. It's just a fact. The art in the manga is way more revealing, um, especially Kagome. I well, guess they did. They did like the third, like the in that like fifth episode. I think it's just like, hey, Kagome, get naked. Go in the in there and then go in the bathtub when you get home. We're going to cl close up on them titties like you're, she's 15. 
Yeah, but the manga shows nips, apparently. Oh, okay. Um, And no, you can make your jokes. I did not go looking. <laughs> um, Inuyasha is apparently 200 years old when he meets Kagome in the first episode. And the last thing I have down, which I thought was the coolest, um, the staff of heads that's wielded by Jockin in episodes five and six is an actual artifact that is displayed at the Kamakura Museum in Japan. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Did, did watching these six episodes make you want to watch the Inuyasha sequel? The sequel? They, yeah, they made a sequel, one where it's his his kid. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. They, they need to stop that. Yeah. It didn't work with Naruto. I mean, not for me. I know the show's wildly popular, but. Um, okay. Like, they need just appeal to me only. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know this is making tons of money for people, but no, it's not making, not taking my money. That's right. So episode one, uh, you know, it starts pretty strong with good animation, mm-hmm. honestly. Uh, it just we it starts off showing uh, Inuyasha getting essentially pinned to a tree. Uh, you know he's fighting. Um, I'm totally. I didn't write down her name. What what's her name? Ikkyo. Yes. Uh, it's like this badass archer. Uh. I mean, gosh, she could shoot him hard enough to straight up pin him to a tree, which is like (laughs) so many pounds behind that draw to do that. Your dad did that once whenever I was running away from your house. I had stolen a chicken and he just (laughs) just got me right in the shoulder. (laughs) You didn't fall asleep for, you know, 150 years, though. No, he he yanked it out and I started crying. Like, oh, grow up. (laughs) Um, anyway, while all that's happening, uh, we, we see Kagome who, this was kind of funny. It's her birthday and her grandpa thinks it would be a cool idea to give her a mummified hand for her birthday present and just can't believe that, that, you know, the 14 year old girl doesn't like the mummified hand for a present. But, I mean, I'm just going to say in the grandpa's defense, it's the thought that counts. Kagome didn't need to be mean to him about it. Well, OK, I guess you got me there. <laughs> um, anyway, so moving along. Uh, <laughs> so. There's like a centipede monster that pops up in the first episode. And uh, my notes, I was very tired. It was very late at night when I started this show and I wrote six armed mommy. Just kidding. I don't fuck with centipedes. <laughs> so uh, anyway, pretty creepy uh, monster there. But but like in a good way, I think I think the art style is really good, yeah. especially with the monsters in this. Uh, I think it's it gets better. Too, like as it goes along there's there's this uh like little fox guy that you're gonna like you're gonna be like oh my gosh i want one for myself <laughs> right <laughs> um but, yeah no i mean it's it's a solid first episode um yeah like there's one thing that always annoys me and this isn't anything but there's a part where kagome's in the well and she's trying to get out and she climbs up like she is an advanced climber, just climbing up. And it's like as someone that rock climbs, that's it's not that easy. <laughs> it's not. And I, I think these shows make it look way too easy. They're oh. just like, here's one vine. Yeah, here's a vine, and here are the bricks that the well's made out of. You can climb it up. Like, I got very much annoyed with the movie It when a bunch of adults are climbing out of the well. They're like, boop, 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 boop. It's like, (laughs) either I suck really hard or this is just Hollywood bullshit. Maybe it's both. (laughs) Um, All right. Moving along. 
We find out. So, like, Kagome goes into uh, this well. They're they're looking for the, their cat, I think. Her yeah. and her brother are looking for a cat. And uh, some a demon from this magical well grabs Kagome, pulls her inside to feudal Japan. And uh, it turns out it was this mistress centipede. And... Uh, she, I think she just follows Kagome maybe to the village. I forget how she gets there. Um, so anyway, Mr. Centipede is like wreaking havoc on the village and, uh, Inuyasha smells Kagome, who is the reincarnated, uh, Kikyo. Is that who you just said it was? And so that wakes him up. Uh, he gets unstuck from the tree and helps fight off Mistress Centipede. Yeah, because uh, Kagome is able to pull the pull the thing out of him. Right. Yes. Because as you notice in this series with the last episode, Kagome's pullout game is strong. <laughs> also, I think whenever Kagome gets or I don't know if she's to the village yet. She finds a bunch of the villagers and they're just like a girl shooter. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, what the hell, guys? <laughs> um, But anyway, I do think it's funny. And I, I this this might make it to my my quote, uh, my favorite quote. But Inuyasha is looking over at Kagome and he's like, you know, maybe you're not Kikyo. She was a beauty. <laughs> It's like, yeah. damn, dude. You have no chill at all. Yeah. Inuyasha is just kind of a terrible character. Like, as I'm watching this to get back, I'm like, when I was, like, watching it, you know, like, as a 13-year-old or something, I'm like, oh, this guy, he's just like me. <laughs> I'm like, I hate this guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure. I also have a note scribbled down that said, Centipede Lady would... So I guess she changed my mind <laughs> through this. Uh, but there's this when Inuyasha is like fighting her, there's a part where she has like no arms and he's still struggling against her. I'm like, come on, man. She's got I no mean, arms. Just like put her down. Well, in all fairness, she's a full-fledged bug demon and he's just a little half half dog boy. True. He is just half lame. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we, we find out that the, the whole reason all this is happening is because inside of Kagome is the, uh, the sacred jewel, which all the demons want, because whether they're full demon or not, it will give them way more power. And in Yasha's situation, it will make him a full demon. Um, I don't know how magic yeah one thing that i thought was funny too was uh when kikio died she t- gives it like this is your gift i'm giving to you sister she hands it to her sister and she's just like oh yeah and then she's like she's like no okay now put it on me and burn my body and it's like that's a terrible gift <laughs> don't just give something to somebody and be like okay now destroy my body with it right um I also had. Oh, I had a hastily scribbled uh, not after wood when it comes to the second <laughs> lady. So she got gross to me again. Yeah. Later on, because she eats the uh, she eats it, doesn't she? The uh, the orb. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And, and she, she turns all gross. Yeah. Um, but then at, like also I loved how when they untrap. And you wash off the tree. They're like, he's a bad guy. Kagome's like, the guy trapped to a tree is bad. Right. I know. She she's not the brightest here in this. No, first she's very stupid. <laughs> and one thing, one thing that bugged me is that when Inuasha wakes up, he's like, Oh, I can smell the scent of the woman who killed me. But she had already been near him before that point. Yeah. So that that was a little confusing to me. But yeah. 
whatever. I guess it, you know, it's 90s anime. What can you do? Yeah, right. Um So yeah. I mean, that's basically it for the first episode. Um Kagome wonders how the sacred jewel even got inside of her body to begin with. Uh Inuyasha is continuing to be a dick and threatens her saying that he wants the jewel and um yeah i mean that's that's kind of it so episode two um kind of starts with more banter between them over the jewel uh the priestess kate katie that's not i'm just gonna call her katie i don't care what what her name is um she takes out this necklace the beads of subjugation and puts a spell on it uh which is pretty funny so she puts that necklace around inuyasha's neck and now kagome can like restrain him so i don't know what she said in the in the dub but in the sub it was just sit and then he would just face plant into the ground wherever he was. It's a sit boy. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, and he tries to take off the necklace, but he does not have the power to remove it. So, uh, yeah, the next days, the, the villagers are repairing their huts from the from Mr. Centipede's attack. And Katie tells Kagome that uh, all kinds of evil are going to be after the sacred jewel. And, you know, Inuyasha is no longer a threat because of the necklace that uh, the Katie placed on him. And she really wants the two of them to, like, be friends and team up because she knows deep down Inuyasha's not really a shithead. Um, I did. I pictured the priestess being that one video uh, of the kid that's like, I have the power of God and anime on my side. I've not the, seen that video. With like the the rosary that she puts around his <laughs> neck. Uh, also, so, uh, you know, Inyasha joins for that picnic and she gives him a daikon to eat, which is like a big white carrot looking thing. Mm-hmm. He was, eating, he was eating that thing like a psycho. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed that. I didn't. But I was like, dude, why are you eating it like this? Stop. Um, but anyway, we get a little uh, background info on Kikyo. And then that night, this dope looking demon crow shows up and sees that Kagome has... Uh, uh, has the jewel, but it's chased away by Nuyasha. And uh, that next morning, Kagome goes and takes a walk in the woods, trying to find the the bone eaters well so that she can go back home. But she's captured by a group of thieves. And whenever Katie realizes that Kagome's missing, she talks to uh, the villagers and Inuyasha, uh, overhears them, and. Uh, then the lead, the thieves take uh, Kagome to the leader, who just looks like a giant baby. <laughs> right. He's a weird looking thief. Uh, I also thought it was kind of funny. So Kagome like takes a shot at the crow and misses. And I think Inuyasha was being a dick about it. And it's like. Mm crazy you know the girl that never shot a fucking bow before missed the crow that's, flying that's what i was gonna say because she like not only is it a crow flying but like she's on inuyasha's back trying to do this first time to shooting a bow got close like for a first timer jake because you're you know you're a bowman what would you how would you rate her uh first time go around on a on the back of a demon dog trying to get a fucking crow <laughs> Look, man, all things considered, nine out of ten, you know? I was thinking. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we, we get this little bit where, like, the boss of the thieves is trying to kill Kagome and get the sacred jewel. And even the thieves are like, oh, the boss is trying to kill us, too. He's going kind of crazy. And 
I mean, I, I think Kagome could have become a gang leader if she wanted to. Oh, yeah. They were calling her boss at the end of it. They, yeah, they were calling her <laughs> boss by the end of it. Turns out the boss has uh, the sacred crow living inside of him, a hole in his chest. Um, which is, again, very creepy, but looks cool. Inuasha shows up and he chases the crow out of the boss. And... Uh, the crow flies out of the hut and grabs a sacred jewel in its mouth. Inuasha gets pissed because Kagomi doesn't have the jewel, so they chase after the crow. Um, I know that we we kind of touched on this already, but these are just like the coherent notes. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole like, I realize that we're only two episodes in, but the back and forth between the we need to work together. No, we don't. It's like, ugh, guys, come on. Let's either do it or don't at this point. It's like, will they, won't they? Yeah. But also hope not because he's 200 and she's 14. Right. Um, but anyway, the crow arrives uh, at the village or just a village by the river and uh, picks up a boy with its talons. And uh, Inuyasha like slices up the crow and the boy falls into the water. and. <laughs> Kagome, funny. Kagome goes in and, and saves him, but she's like, hold on. Gotta take off my shoes and socks first. The dogs need to swim. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was weird because I feel like most people would just be diving in to save the kid. Well, what I thought was hilarious is like all of the adults there are like, we can't get in that water. We'll end up like him. And then she swims and she's like, she must be a demon. <laughs> Nobody swims like that. Yeah. It's like, no, uh, she's on her back. <laughs> so the crow reassembles itself, which is also pretty cool, and flies off. And Kagome notices that one of the crow's feet is still attached to the boy. So this part was pretty dope. She attaches the crow's foot to an arrow uh, and shoots at the crow, knowing the foot is going to, you know, hone in on uh, on the crow. And in doing so, she actually destroys the sacred jewel and it shatters into a billion pieces. And uh, that's really how that one ends. It's yeah. like, boy, she uh, she really fucked up. <laughs> but uh, one thing I did have as a note that we didn't touch on, there's a part where they're talking about what happened to Kikyo and any also to know she's dead. And Inuyasha, this is like a big reveal that Inuyasha doesn't know how math works either because he's like, oh man, how how old is Ki? If you look this old, how old, you know, 50 years, how old's Kikyo? She must be over 100 now. So like either he thinks Kikyo was like 60 years old when he <laughs> pinned him against the tree or... And she's clearly very young. Yeah, or he's just an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> And we already know he's just an idiot. Yeah, big time. Um, all right. So episode three starts with Kagome taking a bath in a cold lake. Now she's talking about the uh, the lack of hot baths there in feudal Japan. Inuyasha's and wouldn't you know watching. it, Inuash is a peeping Tom. Yeah. Why wouldn't he be? Um, but boy, this is where we get the first shot. Of Yura, the oh. the hair demon. <laughs> I'm gonna say it, Casey. She's fucking hot, man. I mean, she's, you're not wrong. She's no. fucking hot. No business being this hot. I I'm I was beside myself that she's not going to be in the entirety of the show. Yeah, sorry, bud. Very upset. I. I would ruin my life for this demon. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, anyway. uh, Oh, before that, you know, Inuyasha's being a peeping Tom. But Kagome does get a little bit of revenge by uh, saying sit when he's sitting up in the top of a tree. Yeah. He smashes down to the ground. So it's like, good for you. Teach him. Um. Yeah, then, like, 
I don't know. There's like I, I had talked about how oh I thought this this is just something I thought that was funny that I'll just share. If this anime came out today, it'd be called "I Was a Normal Girl Before I Fell Down the Well." Now I gotta collect pieces of a sacred jewel. Yes, it would. <laughs> With and a I would dog watch demon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I also wrote. Uh, sexy demon i would give her not only all the sacred jewel fragments but whatever the fuck she wanted <laughs> <laughs> and then also like with the the sacred jewel shards add power so like she's wanting the sacred jewel shard that they have just to you know add to her power um, yep oh then i also wrote down how many splinters does inuasha get in his feet running around shoeless i don't know man it's a good question yeah. Maybe there were less uh splinters in feudal Japan. Maybe. Um that's like something stupid that like someone that went abroad would say, like, yeah, dude. Like I just went to Japan, never got a splinter. You can't even get splinters in Japan. That's a fucking American <laughs> thing. Gosh, what a shitty thing to have. <laughs> um but yeah, anyway. So uh, Kagome, she's like, fuck this, I'm out of here, right? She's going to leave. She gets back to the well and she notices uh, all of this hair. Um, and then Yura appears. Yura is the name of the hair demon. And she's surprised that Kagome can see the hair. And we find out that Kagome has the sight. It's like, man, what a what a power. You can see hair. <laughs> um, yeah, while that's happening, Inuasha is at the village. And you get a pretty creepy scene of all the girls in the village just floating there, just bodies <laughs> floating with knives. That was so funny because they all float with knives and Inuasha's like, you want to fight? <laughs> like, Dude, they're clearly controlled, you idiot. Well, he's a dick, so... <laughs> Uh, yeah, look at you floating over there. I'm going to fucking punch you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then Yura uh, uses a strand of hair to retrieve um, the pouch that the uh, the shards of the sacred jewel are being kept in from Kagome. And Yura is shocked to find not the whole thing, but just a piece of it. So then she attacks Kagome, who... Uh, you know, she's like trying to dodge and then falls into the well, which is called the bone eater. Well, and yes, Kagome the bone light well was like, I don't want to go in there. And after seeing these bones in there, I don't want to get eight. And then it didn't even matter. <laughs> no, it sure <laughs> didn't. Um, Kagome, which when I the the first few times I was typing Kagome into my notes, it kept wanting to autocorrect to Javante. <laughs> it's like, come on, that's not even close, phone. What are you doing? Uh, but anyway, Kagome had been gone for like three days, they said. But uh, I don't I don't think her family was freaking out enough for her being gone for three days. Just her brother. Her brother's yeah, like, her brother. she fell down the well. And they're like, you idiot. She's out just, you know, getting high or something. Just let, let her have fun. She's for three days. <laughs> um, live a little bit, you nerd. I know, right? So. Anyway, you know, she's returned home. She's like, boy, that was weird. Maybe maybe I just dreamt all of it up. And so we get yet another bathing scene. It's like, yeah. come on. How many horny uh, episode? How many bath scenes do we need for the middle schooler? Yeah. Well, they're like, we got the hair demon. She's really hot. But I need people to remember about this 15 year old. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, Yura is gathering uh, strands of hair and notices one of Inuasha's silver hair strands and decides that she wants all of that silver hair. Um, but Inuasha is burying uh Katie, who's been injured, so that she can hide. Uh, Inuasha's like, eh, I'll come back for you if I remember, and then he runs off to find Kagome. Um, and that's pretty much the end of the episode. Yeah, we end with the middle school bath scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, it's uh, it's a bit, it's just a bit weird. Not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah, it is. On to the fourth episode. Kagome does not give one single fuck about feudal Japan. Turns yeah. out, <laughs> it turns out it all works out because everything's okay here. No demons, the beast. <laughs> um. So yeah, Kagome is telling her grandfather and her brother about what happened to her for three days. Her mom's like, no, it didn't. She's not falling for any of it. Yeah. Uh, but Grandpa knows a thing or two about the Bone Eater Wells history because he thinks he's putting up these special wards to keep the demons out. <laughs> Turns out those don't do shit, right? Grandpa sucks at his job. Um. Let's see here. Yeah, so Kagome is laying down on her bed with her cat. She's resting. She's like, huh, wonder what's going on back in feudal Japan. And uh, let's see here. The family starts to eat like she gets called down for dinner or something. And as they start to eat, Inuasha barges in. Which nobody thinks is weird, by the way. This yeah. dog boy barges in and the mom's like, oh, cute little ears. <laughs> and uh, like, Don't do that, even though I did. <laughs> and uh, he's like, Kagome, who told you you could go home? Which is kind of weird. Like, dude, you first off, first off, Bon Jovi told me the exact opposite. He said, who said I can't go home? Secondly... <laughs> Secondly, you literally did. You were yeah. saying, just go home. I don't need you. Yeah. It's like, you're not Kikyo, even though you smell like her. <laughs> um, yeah, as Kagome's mom is like playing with his ears, Kagome notices a hair over his shoulder, which Inuasha can't see. He does not have the sight. Um. But then uh, the hair moves in her hand and she realizes that that only she and, and Katie were able to see it. So she goes to the well and notices that more hair is coming out. Um, we get this scene of Yura talking to her red skull, at which point I wrote down, I am absolutely barking on all fours. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, I just like that they had, you know, the Marvel crossover. I mean, it's a weird iteration of Red Skull, but it's yeah. kind of cool that they didn't, you know, were able to pull that off. I agree. I agree. But I did put down to you're a, the Harris voice actress and character designer, just way too hot. Like, oh, yeah. No need for that. It's insane. Yeah, it's going to it's going to make all episodes after this worse. <laughs> like I watched I watched this on a Sunday and that's the Lord's Day. I don't need this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. So. Oh, where are we? Oh, Kagomi knows that Yura still has the shard, uh, but she's wondering just what she wants to do with her and Inuasha. And so she decides, all right, I guess I'll go back to shitty feudal Japan that has no hot baths so that I can protect my family. And uh, Inuasha lends her his kimono and he's like, unlike your grandpa's shitty wards, this one's made of hair of the fire rat and it'll give you some protection. And Gomez is like, I don't know what you're saying. I am not listening right now. <laughs> And she does thank him, but then Inuasha, being the classic gentleman he is, insults her, saying that she looks even weirder. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, dude, come on. You are not doing yourself any favors. So anyway, they jump back in the well and return to feudal Japan. And Yura's hair is all over the forest. And uh, they find the corpses of all the dead men from the village who have had their heads cut off. And Iwasha is such a dick. He's like, oh, don't tell me that the middle schooler who just saw decapitated corpses wants to go home. Yeah, it's like, you better not be scared right now, girl. <laughs> like, dude, she's literally not even able to drive yet. And you're yeah. like, she's like, no, this is right. I was looking for a bow and arrow. Right? It's crazy. Like, I'm pretty desensitized. I play video games. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, then we see like a giant fucking hairball with all the skulls from the people that Yura has killed trapped inside of it. Um, Yura gets a jab at Inuasha for being a half demon, which mm-hmm. I thought was pretty funny. And shows that she has the shard of the sacred jewel. Um, That part was weird because she pulled it out of her cleavage. So she's wearing a shirt that it's cut down the middle. So it's just an opening. And her boobs aren't like together. It's, you know, they're separated. So she just pulls this out. It's like, where did this come from, girl? Well, Jim's like, I'd love to find out. Yeah, I'll <laughs> I'll dive head first and, and tell you the answer. You come um, up with a hairball, man. <laughs> like, <"Whoa." laughs> um. All right, so yeah, basically now it's just a fight between Yura and Yuasha and Kagome, which is a pretty cool fight scene. Yeah. I mean, Yura's really kicking their ass for most of it. Um, and gosh, it's like, how would you fight that, right? Like, nothing mm-hmm. is stopping this hair. Inuasha can't even see it. Um, but Inuasha can use his blood as a weapon, we find out in this episode, too. Yeah. Yeah, the blood knives or blood yeah. blades, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Kagome, um, like any attack that Yura throws her away, she's protected because of the fire rat hair kimono. Which it's like everyone knew that, but then like they burn it and then like other stuff happens and Kagome's like, why am I okay? Yeah. It's like because of the kimono. Like, <laughs> I don't know what's what's going on. Yeah. It's pretty weird. Yeah. Uh, but eventually they find uh, they they deduce that the red skull uh, has something to do with Yura. So um, eventually Kagome is like taking an arrow and it's just stabbing at it over and over. Because she would have missed if she would have shot it. and she eventually breaks it um and inside the skull is a red comb that breaks which finally unfortunately kills yura yeah you would have like if if it was your your world you would have been like yeah she kills inuasha and kagome and it just changes to yura (laughs) (laughs) i wish man give me that show but the uh, the background for the comb was was creepy and cool. It got all the the weird powers because it was a comb used to to comb the hair of the dead, which is creepy and cool. So <laughs> also there was a scene and I wrote I didn't expect her to say stop pulling my hair. and then my final note after she dies is well i'm done watching this show but there's one part where inuash puts his hand through her chest too and then she just goes a half demon i barely know touches my chest and takes my jewel now i'm cross and i put so you're saying if i knew you you'd be okay with it absolutely well let's get to know each other Um. All right, and then some foreshadowing at the beginning of the episode. She's like, "You've never even called me by my real name, Inuasha." So then, of course, he does at the end call her Kagome, uh, and then adds, "I still think you're pretty worthless, though." It's like, man, you were such a dick. Kagome, though, is just like he thinks I'm pretty. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, and then at the end we get a little bit of comedy because Katie is still buried. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's like, he better not have forgotten me. And then she sneezes and we see some leaves puff up, which is LOLable. All right. Moving on to episode five. We get uh, a pretty cool character, Seshomaru. Um Sashomaru! Yes, yeah, Sashomaru. I knew I was going <laughs> to mispronounce it. I only know that because in the dub, they yell it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely do. Like, he this looks this... fucking cool, though. I knew, huh? I, dude, I knew you, you would love this character design and stuff. Yeah. I mean, gosh, the, the episode starts off with Sashomaru uh, 
pulling out this fucking light whip and just eviscerating a pack of wolves with it. Yeah. It's like, oh shit, this guy means business. And then there's a bunch of people that were going to attack him. And then his little guy just burns them all to death. Yeah. Jocking. Yeah. The, the cool staff of heads. Um, which man, very cool, uh, like piece of mythology there. Mm-hmm. Cause he like, is listening to the voices on on the heads of this staff. He's like, oh, this time the old man is the one who gave me the answer. What could that mean? It's like, dude, this is fucking creepy. (laughs) Dude, I'm not going to lie. Your jocking voice, pretty solid. Thank you. It's uh, reminiscent of your gremlin voice, and it works. Yep. That's that's really the only voice I can do. So that's a lie because I've heard you do a shaggy voice. That's just wonderful. <laughs> okay, I've got two voices. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, Sashomaru is uh, looking for the tomb of his father. That's like the whole gist of this episode, right? Mm-hmm. Um. I barely let you say anything. Why don't you take it away, man? Well, yeah. So, I mean, there's a part where we get a new character. We get a little flea person that Kagome runs over on her bike. And that and she's like, I just felt like I ran over something. (laughs) It's like you did not feel yourself running over a flea. But yeah, so so Shomaru and this this little guy are, you know, looking for that. And they they set up a special trap, basically. Where they got this big old monster that's got Inuyasha's mom. Oh, first, Kagome learns, even though she's already been told, like, and she's already said, even, like, Inuyasha's a half-demon. He's half-human. Why doesn't he want to just do human things? But then in this episode, they bring up that Kago- that Inuyasha's a half-demon. She's like, he's a half-demon? It's like, Kagome. <laughs> Listen. You knew this earlier. What happened? <laughs> I bet you're terrible in school. Yeah, it's like, this is why your family's okay with you being here, because you're not getting anywhere in the real world, bud. <laughs> but, so yeah, then they, they have Inuyasha's mom, maybe, and so then Inuyasha fights the monster, and he saves his mom. That's one part that was funny, it's like, Kagome's like, Inuyasha, because Inuyasha's got, like, mad mommy issues, and Kagome's like, Inuyasha, that's not your mom, your mom's dead. And then she's like, oh no, he's gonna hurt your mom. <laughs> Like, Kagome, what are you doing? <laughs> I know, man. It's so stupid. And then they get like... After and he even sings, he, he knows his mom is dead. And he's just yeah, like, my mom! I will say this in his defense. He's got mad mommy issues. Like, 100%. So he's not even thinking straight. But Kagome needs to be the voice of reason. And then they end up in that, like, heaven where he's, like, with his mom breastfeeding. And he <laughs> Kagome's like, that's not your mom. Uh, but she can't talk. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I wish it were me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that was basically the episode, though. Like, they end up in that ex- that world where it's, like, all really nice and Inuyasha's, like, it's just, it gets, like, weird. And it gets weirder in the next episode. <laughs> yep. Now, I put down, how do half-demons age? I don't know. I guess they don't if they're pinned to a tree by a magic arrow maybe that's it but then like his demon brother it's his older brother so he's yeah at least 300 years old or something yeah i know i I don't get it yeah but yeah so uh this next episode he's in this other world and gome's trying to break free and then she notices like oh she's wrapped in chains in her school girl outfit (laughs) and well inuasha's like Head is being burrowed, you know, like buried into his mom's chest. It's just like, is this episode just like the writer's kinks come to life? Because like, holy yeah. shit. Yeah. One note I had was Rumiko Takahashi needs to be on a watch list. <laughs> well, that's the Roroni Kinshin writer that needs to be on a watch list. Let's just be honest. But uh, <laughs> that's a story for another day. Uh, <laughs> but then like they find the flea fights Kagome and she slaps him. She's like, oh, I'm not near as bad off as I thought. And then they, you know, do this stuff. And then 
Inuyasha's not mommy is like, I still love you like you're my son. And then, you know, dies saving him. But then they go to the uh, grave of Inuyasha Shomaru's dad. And it's kind of revealed that his dad was a giant demon. And I wrote down the notes like, huh, I bet I know how Inuyasha's mom died. (laughs) (laughs) Oof. (laughs) And then they they find the sword. The sword is supposed to be able to kill a hundred demons with a single swipe. And so Shomaru goes and grabs it and there's a a force field on it. He can't can't touch it. Like it doesn't work for a full demon. So then they're like, Inuasha! You you get it! It'll hurt his pride! And so Inuasha's like, yeah! And he grabs it. And his pullout game's weak too. And he's like (laughs) sitting there. And then, so they keep fighting. You know, she's getting his ass kicked. And then Kagome's like, oh, I'm about to fall over. And she grabs the sword. Like, oh, (laughs) there we go. (laughs) And that's how it ends. Oh, gosh. It's so so funny and true. I just love how that's how she she doesn't like, like she's trying. She's just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) Oh, man. All right awards time yep memorable animation the bathtub scene <laughs> <laughs> no that's um, him officers <laughs> oh, no. oh. uh i would have to say just the first fight scene with the like with the old you know M- mantis mommy mm-hmm. <laughs> mommy for sure dude. what about you uh any scene with with Yura yeah, in it, I or you, fuck I can't even think of her name now. You're all right. It's Russian someplace else. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> now, uh honestly just e- even the fight at the beginning where where they're pinning in Yuash to the tree, I was like that stuck with me. I'm like, "Oh, this show's going to be tight." Yeah. No, it's not super good animation all throughout. Like it's one of those ones where it's like it's like the right era of animation where it's like it's not with the later stuff where it's like, oh, this is pretty not good. Soul mm-hmm. Eater comes to mind. And then but it's also like the not, you know, the later stuff where it's like, oh, this is the same stuff. Yeah, it just all the time. And um, then uh, for memorable line, like as much as much of a dick as he was, Inuasha had some pretty funny lines anytime he was roasting Kagome. So, yeah. I mean, there, there's a few that could go there for me. So my favorite line, and I knew this was going to be my favorite line for Inuasha because it's the one that sticks with me all the way from when it was on Adult Swim. Because this was in every commercial. He's like, you're Kikyo! And she's like, no, I'm Kagome. Ka-go-me! <laughs> so it's I knew like, that Okay, says mind. the girl failing all of her classes because <laughs> she can't pay attention. All right, who are we shipping? Uh, I'm going to go. We're going to, you know, it's going to be a thruple. Going to be the hair demon, me and Jake. (laughs) (laughs) Sign me up. For who we shipping, I also put me and Yura. So, oh, see, I was just trying to think of both of us, but whatever. Sorry, man. It's the demon. (laughs) She does things to me. (laughs) Did it age well? I think so, except for, you know, the gratuitous amounts of 15 year old stuff. Yeah, that it it definitely did not need to happen. Don't know why it did, but uh, but otherwise, yeah, I think it did age pretty well. Like. Well, OK, we'll we'll get to that in a second. Best character. Uh, the best character for me, I'm gonna go because like my favorite character hasn't shown up yet, so I'm just gonna go with the old hag. <laughs> yeah, uh, Katie. Yeah, yeah, that's who I had too. Um, Sashomaru, I think, is pretty cool, but I know that he is not a, or at least he doesn't seem to be a good guy thus far. So yeah. I don't want to choose him. Um. All right, will you continue watching it? Yeah, why not? Yeah, I would too. I want to see what happens, even though I know they just about get it put back together and then the fucking thing explodes again. Yeah. 
Uh, out of five, what would you rate it? Um, probably 3.5. What about you? I think I'm at like a four. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it a good bit. I, I'm going to say probably three. I don't know. Don't remember what I put bleach, but I know on my tars, I am going to put it underneath bleach. At seven. And Roni Kenshin. Roni Kenshin. It's above Roni Kenshin, though. Hmm. Yeah, it's like. I don't think it clears that top five for me. Yeah. Um, but I do like I like the demon stuff way more than just like other samurais and stuff like in Kenshin. So I think mm -hmm. I'll put it at number six. I got you. Man, it's so crazy to me that you're you have eighth MS team so low. Look, man, I I, I like anime a lot more than you do. That's true. And I just because it's at nine out of eleven does not mean I disliked it. This is there, one that you'll never forget. <laughs> there's just all these other shows that I like so much more. Yeah. So, all right, man. Do we know what we're gonna do next? Um, hold on. I'm typing some stuff out for that. Give me a number between one and sixty-two. Forty-eight. Okay. I'm gonna find it on there now. Oh shoot! I didn't write that. Okay. I'm gonna have to change it up because I didn't take Space Dandy's number off. So it was Space Dandy that was gonna be next. <laughs> okay. So give me a number between one and thirty. Mm, Twenty-six. Okay. Cowboy Bebop is next. Okay. <laughs> one that we're both very familiar with and yes. Love. So next Fun time fact, I'll... and I'll, I'll mention this probably whenever we do that episode. My introduction to Cowboy Bebop was going over to Casey's house in like the sixth grade and seeing posters of it on their walls in their like little hangout room. Yeah. Uh, and thinking, huh, that looks pretty cool. Well, so. one of them was Faye Valentine with her knockers out. So you're like, oh, I'm like, I want to see this show. <laughs> <laughs> Look, anybody who says they don't love Faye is a liar. Yeah. No, you're 100% right. So, all right, guys. Well, hope you enjoyed. If you've seen Inuyasha, let us know uh, in the comments what you think of it. Uh, were you on the same page as us, or did you like it way more or way less? And, uh, you know, next time, hopefully hopefully we're on a pretty regular schedule for these things. We'll, uh, we'll be talking about old Cowboy Bebop. So, Thanks for tuning in and we'll catch you next time. See you later, Space Cowboy. <laughs>